Well, I don't know where this finds you today, but I am hoping and praying that the word that God has for us in this Encounter God Bible study will really speak to your heart and just kind of power you up and rev you up as you think intentionally about who God is and why knowing his attributes and his names is so important to our faith. If this is your first time jumping into the Encounter God Bible study, my name is Lisa Pulliam. I'm the founder of More To Be, and I am excited to take you on this journey of, of aligning your life with God's best and diving deep into the Word so that you could have a fresh encounter with Him and then walk that out, living transformed wherever the Lord takes you. So for me in life right now, we are in the middle of COVID-19. I think I calculated it as being day 17, day 16 maybe of the quarantine. Uh, we are in that shelter at home clause and life has just been absolutely crazy for us. Uh, not necessarily because of COVID-19, but just the way life happens. And so if you followed along with my life for the last couple of years, you're like, oh yeah, this is normal for Lisa. But, but basically in our not normal, normal, uh, yesterday our house was struck by lightning. Uh, I should say, I think it was struck by lightning. Somehow there was thunder and lightning followed by hail. And as that bolt struck, there was flashes of light and a zap in our house and the uh, internet cable line um, was fried. Uh, and so somehow we managed to emerge with internet service, but about $2,000 worth of damage to technology and TV and the Apple TV and my husband's computer. It was, uh, let's just say, a bit of a disaster. Uh, and so, you know, hail, uh, thunder and lightning. Uh, three days earlier, it was termites swarming. And, and then this COVID-19, and I had to sit back and say, God, this is like modern day plagues that we're living through. And are you trying to get my attention? Is there something that I've done wrong? Are you trying to like call me into a matter of obedience in some way that I'm not aware? Uh, what is it? And I find it, it's timing is interesting because I personally have read through Exodus in the last um, month and a half in my Bible reading plan which if you recall, Exodus is the story of God's people being led by Moses out of slavery in Egypt into the promised land where they, they are going to build the tabernacle for, for God's uh, presence to dwell in. And so, you know, the book <laughs> tells us about these plagues and the hardening of Pharaoh's heart and, and what the people had to endure. And then they're given the Ten Commandments and then they don't obey the Ten Commandments and then they're given the Ten Commandments again. And it's just this journey through scripture of God's people. And the thing that sticks out to me is something that I read a couple of years ago, which is that the journey that 40 years could have taken the Israelites three days. But in uh, it's actually in chapter 14, which is right before the passage that we're going to study today. Chapter, um, actually, uh, chapter 13 of Exodus, um, verse 17, it says, When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not lead them along the road to the land of the Philistines, even though it was nearby. For God said, the people will change their minds and return to Egypt if they face war. So he led the people around toward the Red Sea along the road of the wilderness, and the Israelites left the land of Egypt in battle formation. Uh, it, it's just profound to me that when we find ourselves in difficult places, we want God to take us the straightest way from point A to point B. 
And yet God's way includes the roundabout. And I think it was two, maybe three seasons ago, Kaylee and I recorded an episode about that roundabout. What happens when we end up in the roundabout that God has set us up in? And for for many of us right now, COVID-19 feels like a roundabout, like not only a roundabout, yeah, as I've written about recently, a holy pause, like we are just shut down, shelter in place, uh, not allowed to go anywhere. Uh, many, many families are left with no income and and jobs not as normal and families are having to homeschool kids. I mean, we've got five of the six of us in distance learning going on today. And so, so it's this crazy, unpredictable time with no end in sight. And the Israelites had no end in sight either. They didn't know how long they were going to have to keep this up. And so, We can find so much comfort in the scriptures. And I have found that through this this time of life, I keep on going back to the names of God. Like he he sees, he provides, he's the almighty. I have them up there on the board behind me, the ones that we've studied so far. And, And there are times that I just spin in my chair around and I just look at that and say, God, this is who you say you are. It's not about who I say I am. It's not about what I feel right now. It's about who you say you are. And so it's interesting to me that that we have looked at multiple names of God that come out of the book of Exodus. Like, just take that in for a second. Multiple names that we have studied have come out of the book of Exodus. We're on week 13, and I think half come from this book. So what is God trying to tell us? For me, it's you need to know who I am and keep your eyes on me when you're in the middle of this wilderness wandering. And so uh, Exodus 15 is the Lord is a warrior. That's what we're studying uh, studying right now. Uh, the Lord is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. This is my God and I will praise him. My father's God and I will exalt, exalt him. The Lord is a warrior. Yahweh is his name. That was one of the names we studied, Yahweh, correct? And so uh, if you look at it in your in your Bible, and I've got my Bible here in front of me, um, the entire chapter of 15 is Moses's song to the Israelites. They said this, then Moses and the Israelites sang the song to the Lord. I will sing to the Lord for he is exalted as I just read, he has thrown the horse and its rider into the sea. So that's recounting what God just did in parting of the Red Sea. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. This is my God and I will praise him. My father's God, they remember who they belong to and who they have come from. And I will exalt him. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. They remembered that God fought for them. And they didn't have to remember very far after because this was written right after this experience. And so what would your song look like right now? Uh, what, What would you be saying about God's faithfulness and provisions in the middle of this battle? Can you write it down? We, we have a, um, vase in our living room with rocks in it and we write down God's faithfulness and you know we're gonna have to write down God's faithfulness from yesterday like our entire house could have been struck by lightning there could have been a fire everything electronic could have been zapped instead it just hit the Xfinity line for whatever reason that is and took out only select items 
that we mostly can live without. We had a second computer that my husband's been able to set up on. I mean, these are God's provisions for us, even in the middle of this incredible, <laughs> difficult situation. And so, you know, what what is God providing for you in your life in the middle of the hard? And who is God in the hard as you walk through this? My friend Shelly said, you know, Lisa, God is not surprised by this. This is not a crisis to God. This is a crisis to us. And I, I pushed back a little bit and said, yeah, but this is also a crisis. Like they're setting up hospitals in Central Park. You know, Samaritan's Purse is feeling that effort. If you want an organization to give to you, that would be a good one right now. You know, they, they are providing overflow medical care because the epidemic pandemic is so bad in New York right now. That's crisis. Like there's a, a horse show that we look forward to every year called the Devon Horse Show. And they have canceled this horse show for the first time since World War II. Like that's pretty like, wow, we are in a crisis time in our lives. And yet God is still present and calling us to pay attention to him. And so what can we see in these scriptures to give us the words, maybe when we can't find the words for ourselves. So I'm going to keep reading. Verse four, he threw Pharaoh's chariots and his armies into the sea. The elite of his officers were drowned in the Red Sea. The floods covered them and they sank to the depths like a stone. Lord, your right hand is glorious in power. Your right hand shattered the enemy, Lord. You overthrew your adversaries by your great majesty. You unleashed your burning wrath and consumed them like stubble. The water heaped up at the blast from your nostrils. The current stood firm like a dam. The watery depths congealed the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue you. I will overtake you. I will divide the spoil. My desire will be gratified at their expense. I will draw my sword. My hand will destroy them. But you blew with your breath and the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. This is a story of God's faithfulness to his people. Lord, who is like you among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, revered with praise, performing wonders? You stretched out your right hand and the earth swallowed them. Your faithful love will lead the people. You have redeemed you will guide them to your holy dwelling with your strength. These are the truths about who God is. He is timeless. He is before, during, and after our experiences. He does not change even when our world feels so uncertain and overwhelming. And trust me, there have been moments where I'm like, I'm going to lose my ever-loving mind if this continues. And I'm scared to death and I'm struggling with anxiety at times. And there are other moments that God's perfect peace just settles on me. You know, and some of that is that I'm doing the things that we need to do when we are facing crisis. I am seeking connection with God by studying his word. I am proclaiming the truths of God's word. I am practicing those regulating exercises that you can find in the calm strategy cards to, to battle anxiety. I am seeking out prayer support. I am making time for rest. Like I am getting dressed like I did today. And I shared about that on my Instagram that like enough of the yoga pants, like I needed to feel like I was in real clothes for a day. So we have to physically participate in the 
mindset of spiritual warfare, if you, if you know what I mean. Like, do something physical to get your body moving that reminds you of God's faithfulness and puts you in an active warrior stance rather than a passive, this is just coming at me and I can't take it anymore. And so warriors pick up their swords, right? Like this is our defensive weapon and our offensive weapon. And so grab your Bible and study the names of God, study who God says he is and, and cling to it. And then put those reminders all around you and ask for the people around you to remind you when anxiety threatens to overtake you and doubt becomes a wave over you. May you catch that breath through that fresh encounter with God. I'm so glad that you have joined me for the study of God's word, no matter where you find yourself today. I pray that for some of you, uh, this is the encouragement that you need right in the middle of COVID-19. I pray for the rest of you that might watch this at some other time in our world history, that you can look back and have written a story of God's faithfulness, just like the Israelites did when they emerged from captivity uh, from the Egyptians. Uh, I thank you for listening and I look forward to connecting with you at More To Be, a place that is completely and utterly devoted to helping you align your life with God's best.